episode 202 of the Loud and Proud podcast. We're going to double it up again this weekend with the League All About Show round number nine. So we're going to go straight into that. Um, if you like the, the show and if you'd like to support Loud and Proud, please do patreon.com forward slash loud and proud plenty happening we talked about the masters last week you'll hear that at the end of of this update and loads more to come in the next number of weeks and then we have championship stuff and still loads more league stuff and I've funky stuff and different stuff we're going to preview the ladies as well their big uh, intermediate quarter final as well next weekend as well so loads to sign up for but if you just want to support the podcast and the show patreon.com forward slash loud and proud thank you very much good luck Bye bye and enjoy the show. But first, Oasis. The League All About the Show round number nine, brought to you by the Cleaning Doctor, external cleaning services in Loud and Monaghan. Okay, another night. It was a muggy day, but then the sun burst out for the games. I have a lot of score and I have a lot of big games. I have a lot of uh, performances of week nominees. A lot of high-scoring tallies, a lot of goals scored, a lot of second-half comebacks. That seems to be the team of this week, anyway. But um, first of all, yeah, let's do the usual. I will run through the results and give an update on all the games that will be played. There's a couple of games. There's two games we played tomorrow. Actually, three games we played tomorrow. And then um, two on round nine played on Tuesday. Right, so Division 1, the Dreadnoughts 2-7, Cooley 16 points. I'll tell you who got the Dreadnoughts scored and who was the main key player in that comeback win for Cooley. The Pats beat the Geraldines 13-1-8. to I'll tell you, an interesting goal score for the Geraldines shortly as well. The Brides beat the Feckins at home 2-12 to 13 points. Sean O'Mahony's 3-4, sorry, RD 3-14. The Mahony's 3-6, RD win in the point road. The Mockers and Maddox on Tuesday and the Blues take on the Jocks tomorrow in Division 1. Uh, Division 2, Roach, 1-9. The Gales beat them one uh, eleven. That was uh, the Friday night game. The Joes beat the Plunkets by 8 points. Not sure the scoreline or the score, so any information, do send that in. Uh, the Kevins, 11-9 winners over the Irelanders. I know who got the score for the for the Irelanders. I'd love to know who got the score. I've done the damage for the Kevins. Send that in. I know who got the score for Kilcarely. Um, two players really stood up and banged and shot the lights out. I'll tell you that now in one second because they won. They beat the Rallies 23 points to nine in Kilcarely. The O'Connell's game was called off due to bereavement in the Castlebellingham Club. They were supposed to take on near rivals. The Finbars on. That'll be refixed and played on Tuesday. Hunterstown played the Clans tomorrow, which should be an entertaining affair in Hunterstown. And a lot of implications in that game as well. Both sides level on points. Division 3A. Lanlear beat the Westerns 115-4 after their week break. And a really good player, remember the name, <coughs> got the goal for Lanlear. Glen Emmett had a fairly, fairly easy goal win against the Malachies. They won 3-14 to three points. And then the Pearson Glide in kind of a crunch match tomorrow in uh, the Rock Road. Then Division 3B, the Knicks beat the Shawns 113-2-7. Key player got a goal there. Got a, it was the difference between he's a form player for the draw for the draw to the side. I'll tell you who that was now in one second. And I'm in a rovers four two the Mitchells one six. What happened? I don't know, but I know who got a goal and I know who got all the goals for Anna Minnan and I know who got the hat trick. So stay tuned to find out about that game. Stabannon beat Cullen Gales, and uh, I think they got five goals, maybe five, ten to eight points. 
still waiting for confirmation on that. And then the Tones beat the Derry uh, 214 to 29. Even enough second half with both sides uh, getting two goals apiece in that game. Right, where shall we begin tonight? I think we will go and start in Division 2. Let's see, hang on, just a couple of comments coming in. And uh, let me see. Yeah, no, still waiting on the scores. Um, yeah, I'll keep going. I will go and we will start in Division 2. Let me see. Yeah, just, it was, um, yeah, 5 11 to 8 points to Man and 1. Not going to get Stabannon wrong tonight after last week, although it was fairly good banter last week. I had a blitz on Stabannon, and they were very good to me. And we had great banter over. I was just telling them how it's frantic it gets with all the results coming in and um, easily to get mixed up. It can get easily done. Right, Division 2. We had a win on Friday night for the Gales. That's their um, eighth win of the season. Eight wins out of nine. Um, they were. It was a close enough first half. Uh, Roach were actually leading by five when Kevin Callahan got a goal. Keevan Riley hit a brace of points. Uh, Keevan Brace Riley, we call him from now on. And then it looked like they were going to win at home. Looked they were solid. And then Gales showed that winning is a good habit. And they, they just got a bit of character with them now this season under Callahan. And they got a goal from the penalty spot by Tom O'Connell, just before half-time, that was crucial, that made a 1-8 to 1-6 lead, and they didn't relent then in the second half, and they were completely shut down Roach, only allowed them to get three scores in the second half, all coming from freeze, the uh, key interceptions as well, um, from, um, let me take, Hannah, Hannah, oh, can't even his name, but uh, it was Paul McGrave who got the deception, sorry, Han- Leo Hanna got two two points in the second half. Uh, top scorer again, Dylan McKeown. Tom O'Connell got one, two, he got the final point of the game. But they pushed on five points to three in the second half, edged that away, Victor. That was a big win for the Gales. That was the tightest probably they have had of a game this season. The Joes beat the Plunks with eight points, still waiting on information. Send me on, send me in the scores or the scorers there. That's a win for the Joes to get them back on tracks and that keeps the plunkets right down. We get through the permutations at the bottom of the table and what way the, the table is landing. Shortly, the Kevins, they came back from behind. They were losing. I have it down here in my notes. They were losing 7-4 at half time and they really pushed on. Had a, a sterling second half to beat Dirlanders in Dundalk. So it's a big win for the Kevins. They're going a nice bit of form. and they Their form has been so good. Um, Sorry, two goals for Craig Doherty. Yeah, star performer for them. And he he's really upped it now in this past couple of weeks. He was a star performer, performer last week as well. Um, yeah, so un, unsurprising to see. I would have guessed if if someone's going to score well, it would have been Craig Doherty for the Joes. But yeah, it pushes them up, pushes the Plunkers down. The Kevins, um, I'm going to tell you where they land and how significant that victory is now in a second. We'll go through the tables. But Kirkley Emmett's absolutely shooting the lights out. 23 points to nine. Um, t- I don't want to get this wrong. Tyg McEnany with 10 points. And nine points for Fionn Komarski. So, like, Fionn was scoring all along, but he has a he's a scoring aid now in Tyg back from county duty. And, my God, that's some scoring. That's ferocious. Like, to mark one of them will be tough enough and have two of them firing all cylinders like that. It's just very hard for the Rattleys. Kyle McElroy got a couple of scores. Um, no Flanagans for the Rattleys. So, they're short. Most play- teams are still short players. Um, and then we mentioned the two games to be played. Um in that uh, round nine on Sunday and Tuesday. Division 3A, Lanlear beat the Westerns 115-4. to um, Kyle Van Rijn is the man that got the goal for Lanlear. Really good player, good half-back of Dutch origin. Um, really good footballer. Young as well, I think he's maybe 18 or 19. 
but he's a good footballer. He's a good addition to the Dunlear team this season. Glen Emmis, 3-14 to three-point winners over the Malachies. We had Shane Rogers. He he scored for the Malachies and he scored for um, the Geraldines tonight. Colin Rooney and Parik Moley got a couple of other points, but James Butler got the third goal for the Glen Emmis. I'm waiting on the first half scores because it was 2-5 to no score at half-time. In that game, Glen Emmett's look nearly, nearly secure. We'll talk about that now in a second. But then the Pearson glide to play tomorrow. The Knicks beat in Division 3B. The Knicks beat the Shawns 2-7. That makes it 13 points. One thirteen for the Knicks. So who got that key goal? Is that man in form for the red and white team? That is John Maher. He's shown a lot of uh, confidence in his play this past couple of weeks and he got a win. He got the vital goal to get them to win. They're pushing right up on the hot on the tails now because the Mitchells have really slipped up. Anamin and Rovers, probably uh, shock of the night, but because uh, you know the Mitchells be well, well expected to do well there and beat that. Um, just got just just got in timely information just in time ahead of the Savannah game. Thanks for all your information. Keep sending that in. A lot of people are very good uh, firing in the results and scores with people. So keep that going. Um, yeah. I'm scribbling all this information down. 211 to 9 points for um, the Joe. Sorry, just to confirm that. Um, yeah, Anna Menon, who got the hat trick of his name wrote down here in capital letters. James O'Connor, he's been a hero in the past, hero again tonight. Um, what, a, what a performance to get a hat trick. And then the other one was Connor Russell got the other one. Shane Mahan and Aidan Lee Marin. 4 2 to. Um, 4-2 to 1-6 waiting on the Mitchell scores um, but that's that's a hell of a victory for Annamon and you know to only score two points get four goals and win um, great win it's the Bannon they had another big win at home Harry Butley then got 3-6 uh, Patrick Bell got a goal Derek Crilly got a goal as well so that's a good win for the for Stavane and they, they seem to be coming to form at the right time. Then 2.14 to 2.9, the two sides uh, below in St. Bridges Park in Dowdles Hill. Um, this was it's a close enough game. Like, you know, 8-3 at half time. That was probably the difference to five points in it because they both scored 2-6 apiece in the second half. The Tones were under the, under the cosh early on with two goals with Dowdles. Noel Finney got one straight after half time and then quickly added by... Um, Who's the other one? Uh, Martin Oaks O'Brien got the other one. And then the Tones rallied back. Chris, uh, sorry, no, it wasn't. Chris Cudden got the second goal. The first goal came from um, Adam Garland. So that's a, a good win there for the Tones, who are going rightly in Division 3B under new management. Division 1, we go right back to Division 1. The Dreadnoughts look to be winning. They were double scorers, leaders at half time, two, four to five points. Two goals of the soft variety for the Dreadnoughts, capitalising on two wayward short kickouts, and uh, Clahar punished them. Jay Hughes got the first one, didn't get the second goal score. If you have it, fire it in. But Cooley got back into it. Enda, <coughs> Enda O'Neill got a couple of scores. Whites are two, so old and young there combined again for Cooley. Patrick Johnson getting the lead point, and then they pushed on after that. So that's a big win for Cooley. That might take them off the bottom of the table. We'll have a look now in a second. Just checking on the updates. Keep sending them in. Greatly appreciated. Got me out of trouble last week as well. Let's see. Hang on. Yeah. No. Keep going. We we keep going in Division Three. Uh, Division One, I should say. Yeah. The Pats were leading quite well. I think they were leading by double scores as well. No, nine four half time. <coughs> Daniel Connor seemed to be getting a lot of scores. And he seemed to calm them down in the second half as well because the Geraldines came back. 
and ran them close. Jim McEnany getting the goal for the Geraldines um, to make it quite close. Shane Rogers as well was key in that, that comeback. Uh, but it wasn't to be enough because the Pastures had enough held on that lead at the build-up in the first half to, to to overcome the Geraldines and get back to winning ways after having been beaten last weekend by RD. The Brides and the Feckins, this was very close and seemed to have exploded in the second half. I think it was, yeah, it was 5-4 at half-time to the Feckins, so another second-half comeback. And um, you had Niall Devlin, Niall playing very well again for the Feckins, and Ron Holcroft and... Ryan Walsh, I think maybe got the other scores for the Feckins, but it wasn't to be because the Brides brought on Kevin Herty. He got the goal. That just injected an awful lot of confidence. And then Kieran McArdle, if anyone has a videotape of the game, it's supposed to be an absolute worldly of a goal. Um, so he he's he really, really hitting the ground running there at adult level. And that second goal propels the Brides. That's a key victory as well because we we'll go through the tables now shortly. But I have one more game to go through and that is the O'Mahony's and the RD St. Mary's. 314 to 3-6 winners down the point, point road away from home in Dundalk. Um, and three goals. Uh, Kil, Kil, uh, Kevin Kilcoyne got two goals and then David Suyato got the other one and then County man himself got two goals, Darren McConnell. I think Darren Clark got the late goal in that one. So that was a big victory for RD away from home. They're really getting their, their, uh, hitting the ground running. Right, I'm going to have a quick look now at the tables. Hopefully they'll have updated. But I suppose the easiest table to go through is um, is the Division 3A because you have Glen Emmett's there. They are, they're more or less, I think that, that win tonight, that, no, they're not. They're not home and host. I was going to say they're home and host, but a win next week, and they more or less are home and host because they have the westerns and they played Glide next week. But another win should see them through uh, in that league because they're they're, they're on top of fifteen points. Lanier hot on the tails on thirteen points. Glide the Percy play tomorrow. If Glide win, Lanier still have still have that one point gap as well for that playoff position. Um, let me see, sorry, the results still coming in. Did they play each other? Then Lear played Lyon the last day. Right, so that's that one decided. Division 3B. Let's see where this lies. Yeah, keep sending your information. I'll, I'll try and get through it at the end. But yes, the Bannon on 16 points. So the Mitchells have really done themselves a disservice there by losing tonight. They're down to 11. They're down to 11 points. Um and then the Tones are on 13, the Knicks are on 14, and it's the Bannon edging themselves ahead all the more with a win to go land on 16 points. And the Shawns are still down the bottom, Cahill and Gale's down the bottom, but Anamin and are now level on points with um, with Cahill and Gale. So that's that's um, that's uh, a good result for Anamin and boost their hope for the rest of the season as well. And then it's the Bannon still on that form, on that run guide, and there's, what is there, many games left, many rounds left, and that one, two, three, four, five, five rounds to go, so five rounds to go, and two points ahead, of the chasing pack, the Knicks, and the Tones, the Tones still can, they'll face each other shortly as well, let me see, Division 2, right, I'm going to update the table, see what it refresh, but we do know, with the, O'Reilly's and Ireland are slipping up, the Gales were six points ahead, but I spoke earlier about the Kevins and their win. The significance of it is they go from fifth to second with that win. They're five points behind the Gales. Um, 
on 12 points and they're on a serious run of form at the moment. Uh, Finbars and O'Connells will play each other but it looks like Kilcarely are hitting, a, hitting the ground running as well and Joe's got a key run of key key win tonight I should say because they're on that, that, that cut off point. Huddersfield played the clans tomorrow to cut themselves ahead. John Gallagher got the goal for the Mitchells. Thanks for that sending that in in their loss. The Plunkers look to be in trouble. Kilcarely I should say are getting out of trouble as well with, with the wins and with the scores back. They've opened up a two point gap now ahead of Finbars and the Plunkets although Finbars have that game in hand now after the postponement tonight. Uh, sorry, no, Kilcarely have seven points instead of four points of a gap there and there's three points then between the O'Connells and the bottom two. So it's really getting really shifty now at the bottom of that and the clans play Huddleston tomorrow they have a chance to go uh, toward no they have a chance to go joint toward whoever wins that game and they'll want to stay in they're both in fifth and sixth position they'll want to stay there Roach had a chance to go up to the top six but missed out because they were playing the team who won their eighth game in a row or eight game this season um, I should say yeah, I think it was it was the Stabannon's eight game eight win, eight win in a row that's, that's how much of a form they are in Right, so we have the Division 1 table. The Pats, with that win tonight, take them. No, so the yeah, the Pats, just when Cooley overlapped them, the Pats get a win to go back up to seven points. The Mahonies are now second from bottom. Cooley are still bottom after that win on five points. The, the Dreadnoughts are right down there. The Feckins are down there. The Martins play tomorrow. Let me see. Yeah, they have a chance to overleap. Not just one, not just two. They have a chance to overleap three teams. RD, the Matic Rangers and Gerland. If they beat the Blues tomorrow, the Blues will be looking to stay in pole position. They're one point ahead this, um, despite the draw during the week against Matic Rangers. Really entertaining game of football. Tell you what, it was old school. Uh, two teams really going at it and getting scored. You had uh, John Camode, Kieran Daly rose to level. Carl Fleming playing really well, hitting one nine on the night. Liam Flynn as well with a couple of marks. Ushie McKenna getting a goal as well for uh, Matic Rangers. Who's the tour goal scorer? Alan Connor. Right half made a great move to get a goal for the Blues and then Matic replied. It was point for point then Matic would respond every time the Blues get a goal. So it was a really good game of football um, on, that was on tour tonight. So yeah, they're still top now, the Blues. Um, this show has been brought to you by the Cleaning Doctor External Cleaning Services in Laird of Monaghan. As you can tell by that, we're going to be finishing up here. And who is going to get the result of the night? It is uh, wide open because you have Cooley with an absolute tremendous comeback victory. You have the RD winning at home, winning away from home. The Brides getting a big win as well. Um, you have the Gales storming to finish. The Joes getting back and winning. Kilcarely shooting the lights out. They're probably in the top top three. Then I'm for just pure awesomeness to get, hit 314. Um, on the night but I think we know who's going to get the performance of the night and win of the night you can tell by my tone that it goes to Annamon and Rovers beating the Mitchells um, throwing a real spanner in, in the Mitchell season I think they beat them last season as well the Mitchells if, I, if I'm if i not corrected um, yeah Craig Doherty finished with 2-5 and Jack Barron 2 points and Ocean McGuinness got the scoring as well for the Joes as they go back to win the ways but we get back to Annamon and James O'Connor the hero of Stone Town tonight with the hat trick, uh, Connor Russell as well with a goal. But yeah, that's it. I will double this up again to have it as the episode 202 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Thank you very much for signing up and listening during the week. Talk about Masters with Kevin Callan again a goal. We have Glenn O'Reilly and Lear team. 
We had a great chat with Peter Hughes during the week. Do sign up and listen. Find out all about the Laird Masters, what it takes and what it means to pull on the Laird jersey in your 40s. And also what it's like to mark Stephen O'Neill, Footballer of the Year, um, like the Matrix, uh, Peter says. So great chat with him. One of the he play tonight in that game. Must check out the, the team list. Actually, I'll just check it quickly. Let me see. Did Peter make the appearance? He did. He came on as a sub. So that's the Loud Master still playing his trades. A lot of Masters there still play, playing their trades. But yeah, um, results of the night too, Anna Mena. Thank you for sending your information. Really, really appreciate it. And it gets a really good show going also. And then the live update ones are excellent as well. So it's great. Thank you very much. Thanks for signing up. And if more during the week, we'll be looking forward to the Loud Ladies and a couple of other things on the rule changes. So I'll do something kind of funky on that as well. So sign up. I do just support the page. Support the show. Pages.com forward slash Loud Proud. The show is brought to you by Cleaning Doctor, External Cleaning Services, Loud and Modern, Windows, Gutters, Walls, Roofs, Patios, and Driveway. Good luck. Bye bye. And thanks. Enjoy the rest of your evening and weekend. Bye bye. Remember, if you listen till the end, if you want to support the show, patreon.com forward slash Loud and Proud. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye bye.